Welcome to the Creative Tools podcast. My name is Ashay and I'm immensely passionate about using technology for creativity. On this podcast, I talk to various creators about what tools and technology they use to be creative. My guest today is Marietta Cohen. Marietta is a watercolor artist. She says her biggest inspiration is the nature surrounding us all. The joy of painting nature in a spontaneous and intuitive way makes her discover new things each time, translating to bright and cheerful pieces of art. Her use of contrast colors instead of natural ones brings surprise in each common landscape or flower painting that she creates. Hello, Marietta. Thanks a lot for visiting my podcast. Hi. Um, um, I'm very honored to um, talk to you about my art and um, share with the, the audience uh, how, how I'm uh, creating. Great. Thanks a lot. So let's jump right in. Uh, for my first question for you is what do you create? Um, I create paintings. I uh, work with uh, acrylics. I work with watercolor. And then I'm using all those uh, creations for another product. Oh, okay. Uh, what do you mean? Which product? So um, I can uh, print my paintings on paper. And also I can print them on fabric. I'm uh, creating uh, t-shirts, I'm creating pillows. Um, they, they, there are many websites that you can send your uh, file and then uh, they print for you and receive the final product. Oh, okay. And yeah. then the, the original paintings that you make, uh, are, they, uh, are they like physical paintings that you could touch or they are digital creations? Uh, usually I start uh, creating, um, like, uh, create, um, um, paper or canvas yeah. art. Sometimes I scan that and I work on the computer. I may change colors. I may change uh, sizes and mm-hmm. then, uh, I, I work, I continue with the digital part. Okay. But, so, but always you, start with um. Oh, like, so all, always start with something physical in front of you. Physical, yes, yes. Okay, great. All right. So, what I want to discuss in this uh, interview is in three sections. Um, one is the pre-creation part. So, before you start creating, what happens? Then the actual creation part, and the post-creation part. Uh, so, what happens after you paint? So uh, let's talk about the pre-creation and what my specific questions are around inspiration. So mm-hmm. uh, how do you receive the inspiration for your creations? How do you record them? And how do you retrieve them when you want to use them for your creation? Okay, good questions. <laughs> um, so my paintings are... Uh, mostly inspired by nature and things around me 
So I don't create um, fantasies or like something uh, abstract that has another meaning. Uh, it's mostly things that are people are familiar with them. So sometimes um, they're internet images that I use, but I don't use the image. I use what I, uh, what association or something that uh, connected to me. So I use the idea and I'm um, translating this to my art. Hmm. So it's not that I'm taking picture, I'm copying it. Hmm. Sometimes I can see a colors that I really like and I'll do something completely different that it's not related to what I saw. Hmm. So everything is happening in my mind and sometimes I see things and I create exactly what I see. Sometimes I don't see anything and I start with few strokes and then it takes me anywhere and when you uh, when you look at things around you and then you mentioned also you uh, also refer to some images uh, from the internet do you store them somewhere like in a sketchbook or like on your phone uh, where do you uh, store the ideas sometimes i do sometimes i do a little not but a lot of time it's stored in my mind okay okay the uh, so the challenge that could happen is like if it is stored in your memory and if you want to create um, i mean if you create right away then yeah. it yeah. you may remember it right but if you create let's say two months later or two years later then that's it's true. difficult to remember so that's true but the thing is that i have so many in my head that always something comes up. So the, the problem is I have too many ideas, but I don't have the time to create them. So um, yeah, you're right. But anyway, I don't have the time for all the ideas. So <laughs> whatever comes, I I do it. How do you, but then has it ever happened to you that you have lost an idea that, that uh, you Yes, many do? times. I remember something about the idea, but I don't remember exactly, yes. Yes, I lost. Has, uh, has that frustrated you? Like, what, what did you do in that no. situation? <laughs> no, I'm looking forward. So there will be many, many new ones. No. Okay. Okay. Um, but then do you, uh, do you take, uh, do you take pictures or do you write anything in your notebook I, or anything like I that? I do take pictures. Yes, hmm. I do take pictures. A few times I try to write it down, the idea, but it losing when you writing it. It's, it, I don't know, it's not working for me very much. Mm. But I could take like a picture of shadows and then I could see a colors that I like and then combine them. So two different things that I saw and then I put it in one piece. For uh, colors specifically, uh, do you um, record like any color themes or col color schemes uh, in in your head or in some some uh, form at all? Yeah, it's everything is my head and picture. Also, I don't okay. write about it, and sometimes also I like oh 
I like these two colors. If I see something, oh, I like those two colors, but I would like to add another one, not what they did. I'm gonna add something different. Yeah. So, okay. Great. All right, so now let's talk about the creation part. Uh, so this was pre-creation. So now, now you are actually creating something. So what, uh, I mean, you touched upon that a little bit when we started. Uh, so what tools and technology do you use uh, for uh, your creations? Okay. Um, so as I said, it's paper for the watercolors. Um, there are a few different um, mediums. It's watercolor and there is uh, ink also watercolor based. So mm. the ink colors, they are more uh, vibrant and strong. So when I like something that it's really, really rich in color, I use the um, inks. Uh, with the acrylics, I use canvas. Sometimes I paint on wood panels, not very often. And also, uh, I used uh, paper for acrylics. Usually it's not very common, but sometimes I do use it. But the, the main is the canvas because I, I do like um, paintings for the interior. So people prefer canvas and when you use canvas, um, they don't need to put a frame. Hmm. So you can hang it um, straight. Okay. So I want to expand on this a little bit. And the reason uh, I want to expand it is because I have seen, I was talking to some other painters and they mentioned that um, they create a sketch first on paper or canvas. Mm -hmm. They take a picture of it, put it in some digital software, and then try some things like try colors or try this whether this works or that works. And then once they make a decision on what they want to do, then they come back to the paper or canvas and then they paint. So it's basically pre-visualizing the creation before you actually create it. So do yeah. you do you do something I, like this at all? I did a few times. I I use this. Uh, um i create small sketches only if i do uh commission work hmm. uh, usually i just um start with a paint and go from there i also don't use sketches i don't i don't draw with a pencil before i just because every time i want to do something new i prefer to uh, be kind of surprised i i i prefer not to have it everything like then mm. you if you create everything on the computer then you just copy and mm. create i mm. i don't like that mm. i like the accidents and uh <laughs> finding new things but then how do you undo if you want to undo something uh, in watercolor, you can't. You just mm. throw it away. <laughs> in acrylic, <laughs> uh, it's not a problem. You can go over and over layers, so it's 
not a big deal. But it take, takes more time. Hmm. So, but, but then in watercolor, you said you cannot undo, so you have to throw it away. Uh, so yeah. has it ever happened to you that you have literally created so many variations of the same thing that because you, you, you didn't like what you were trying to do? So what did you do? Uh, no, no. If something I don't like, I jump to the next one. I don't try to, um, I try few times, but I, because I like the spontaneous tip, I, um, it's okay for me to forget about it and start a new one. Mm. I'm not of those that I have to uh, get the perfect thing that I am thinking. Mm. I have to, so no, I, Okay. Let's go. <laughs> so, so the reason I'm asking these questions is, uh, I mean, I firmly believe that uh, what digital technology has done for creators, if mm -hmm. they have given, they have given, uh, it has given um, an ability to make a choice rather than a decision. So, uh, so for example, if you are working on a canvas and if you put a stroke of paint um, yeah. on canvas then and if you want to try something different you have to use another canvas because it, the, because the art is inherently destructive like it's uh, it's That's analog true. That's but true. but if you are working on a digital canvas then you can put a stroke of paint copy it put it aside change its color change its form and now you have a choice between the two so That's true. Uh, so uh, that's why I was I was just wondering, and I love your answer that you you actually uh, like the spontaneity of the situation rather than creating a choice. You would like to make a decision, whether it's a wrong one or right one, you don't care. You want to make a decision and then move on. So that's that's exactly, really yeah. <laughs> um, and then you also mentioned uh, you. Uh, so these are your physical paintings, but then yeah. you also mentioned you scan them and then use them on some other product. So in that situation, uh, how do you scan them? So um, first, uh, something for the watercolors that we talked before. So in this uh, case, sometimes the watercolor can be safe. Hmm. So uh, if I created a watercolor and I don't like something, let's say, the flower that I did in the center is too small. Mm. So after I scan it, I can um, enlarge some parts. So okay. the flower that I did too small, now I can make it bigger. And actually this uh, painting will be what I would like to see. Mm. But then it's it's a digital art and this mm. will be used for prints and products. It's not mm. gonna be the, the physical original thing. Mm. So in that case, I do use um, all the programs and tools that uh, we have now. What What do you use specifically? Uh, Photoshop. Okay, okay. But then how do you scan? I mean, do you, do you have like a big have scanner? scanner. Yeah, um, they the scan is uh, scanning is a little bit um, frustrating because the scanners are small. I don't have the big scanner, hmm. so I need to scan separately, like a few half half or quarter of the painting. Then I need to put together to match everything, so it looks the the whole thing. So hmm. 
but I do do use that. So if you scan it in pieces and then if you want to stitch it together, do you use Photoshop for that, for stitching it together? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I make layers and then I um, put everything together and try to... And then in Photoshop, if you want to modify your original painting, you could do that as well. That's what you're saying. Like you can change scale, you can change colors if you want to. If I want to, yes. Yes. And then the actual printing on products, is that what you do yourself or you use some service for it? Uh, for the prints that are for wall art, I print myself. All the other things I use a different uh, companies. Hmm. But then the, hmm. the wall art prints, do you have like a big printer that you use? Um, I do maximum A3. Okay. Okay. So, and if someone wants a bigger one, so I can send it and uh, they can print it for me. But then when you say A3, uh, that would still be on a paper. So whoever is using that uh, for their wall, they will have to frame it, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. they need to frame it, yeah. Okay, good. Right. Okay, great. Um, so now let's talk about the post-creation part. So after you have created your creations, what mm -hmm. do you do with them? So my first question is, do you create a catalog for your creations? No, which is bad. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> I'm um, very productive and I have a lot of art. So um, for some of my creations, uh, there is no um, need to create a catalog because um, it's one time. Um, I, I don't go back to this. I all sell it or it stays somewhere. Um, so I have enough to show what my style is. And um, I don't think anybody will look of those hundreds of images. Hey, so. so so the reason I asked is uh, like sometimes your own creation can become inspiration for your next creation. So in in that in that situation, then if you have recorded everything in in a list or something like that, then it's easy to go back to your own creations that you have done a uh, few years ago. So that's why I was asking like, do you create a catalog uh, for your creation? That's true. But again, I have so many ideas that I first gonna want to get them out and there is no time for going back <laughs> so okay yeah all right um and then how do you market your creations i mean do you use social media um i used to use it more but i guess i'm not very good at this <laughs> and now not so much for me the best are the art festivals okay uh, I'm doing really good there so but I, I also would like to be able to do online but so far I'm not very successful with that yeah uh, why is that I mean do you uh, are... 
I don't know how to do it. Um, okay. I most of the things that I post only like my circle, post circle, mm. uh, people see it, and I don't get much of the outside of the circle um, interest. So I don't know. Maybe it takes time. I'm not very consistent. That's true. Maybe that's mm. one of the reasons. Mm. Um. But I would love to do it, but not yet. <laughs> okay. Um, from your like the the uh, idea generation to your uh, release and distribution of your creation, mm -hmm. from this in this entire process, what is the biggest challenge you face? Um, this is the let's see. Probably the part between posting it or showing it and the client, like finding the the right people for my art. Okay. Finding the audience. Hmm. So in the in the inspiration and creation part, you are pretty comfortable. But then for the actual distribution yeah. is something that is challenging for you. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and how has uh, digital technology impacted your creation process? Has it impacted your creation process at all? What what impact has it made? Um, it definitely helped um i'm working with digital tools very long time like i started mm. using photoshop 20 years ago mm. so then was really interesting and it was helping me a lot now i i kind of stay away a bit First of all, because there are so many digital artists and my first priority is the material creating. Mm. Mm. Uh, but definitely if I need help to do something quick, it's the best tool, mm. like the, the digital way. The mm. Photoshop and then print, you can see something very quick as you said like you can uh, do changes without uh, spending time and uh, taking another canvas so it, it definitely helps but lately I'm not using it so much okay um, do you use for your creations uh, and again for the entire process, not just uh, painting. Do have you created any automations or process improvements? Like, do you follow like a particular process, and do you improve the process as you go? Uh, sometimes, yes. When I did my website, hmm. um, I figure out how to do some of those the uh, um, automated things. Hmm. Again, I'm not very good with that, but Somehow I figure out few things uh, because there are many. You need to post a lot of pictures, name, prices, things. So there I figure out a little bit, not okay. too much. 
<laughs> okay. And with the tools and technology that you see around you, mm-hmm. um, how do you see yourself creating in future? I mean, do you see yourself creating differently in future? Or would you want to stay with whatever process that you are following right now? I'm always open for new things. So I guess, yes. But then do you uh, do you have any vision uh, for your creation? In the future? Um, hmm. One of the things is I want to go much bigger and then i think i will use more uh digital tools to help me mm-hmm. because trying on the big scale with the hands it's much much difficult and time consuming than see everything on the small like screen and do it uh on the small screen and then go to the big one so in this case i definitely will use uh, digital tools so when you say uh, bigger you mean uh, bigger creations or larger audience like what what do you mean bigger i mean bigger creations bigger creations bigger okay. uh, canvases bigger bigger art pieces okay. okay but that's a very nice uh comment Getting the big audiences, it also would be very nice. But then it's getting the technical part that I'm not very good with. So I will be able to um, to get uh, to more uh, customers that way. Great. Thanks, Marietta, for all, uh, all the discussion. It was great talking with you. Thank you so much. So uh, keep me posted about the yeah. when I'll check your uh, website from time to time. I saw a few of your uh, movies. Okay. So um, I really love them. So thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks for tuning in. If you are a creator, I would love to talk with you. Please connect with me through my website or social media. See you in the next episode.